Hey ho, I'm Chase Clemens. Welcome back to the final, the ultimate episode of the Support Ops Hangout. This is the show that helps you deliver a better support experience to your customers. Now, after 159 episodes, if you don't know our crew, you, uh, I don't know, I don't know what to tell you on that one, but just in case, we're going to make sure you, uh, you know them if you don't. So we'll start with Jeff. Jeff, you get to go first. Yes! <laughs> final episode, and I get to go first. <laughs> Finally, after 159 episodes, I get to go first. <sighs> That's just doing, not true. This is, I'm doing, I, I don't know if you can say you're doing bittersweet, but I'm doing bittersweet. It's, I'm very excited to be on the show. I'm very sad that it's over. Oh, maybe I should like put you at the end because of that. That was just like, like heart sentimental there. Well, I'm predicting a 30-minute monologue right when you ask. So any yep. last-minute thoughts before we wrap the show? I've yep. got a 30-minute monologue I've been prepping. There it is. I knew it was coming. Uh, next up, Carolyn from Buffer. How are you? I am also I am also doing bittersweet. <laughs> I'm feeling very I'm honestly I'm feeling really proud of uh, this podcast, and um, I think it's the right decision to wrap it up and sort of cede our time to the other amazing podcasts out there who are talking about similar topics. Um, but I'm really going to miss it. And last but certainly not least, the other Chase, the fantastic Chase, Chase Livingston from Automatic. Hey there, glad to be here and uh, for the final time. Uh, and uh, it is a bittersweet, but excited to see what's next for everybody. I was really hoping you were just going to stop after glad to be here. Just <laughs> for consistency. <laughs> I ruined it. I want another take of just that. Glad. <laughs> oh, all right. So like I mentioned, we're down to the final one, the ultimate. Uh, Jeff, you missed it last week, but I found out that penultimate is the last episode before the finale. And it's just a fantastic word, penultimate. So this one's the ultimate episode. I believe, I believe that this will be our ultimate episode. <laughs> so for this one, over the past few weeks, we've been collecting your questions for our final rapid fire episode. And for those of you that haven't heard these before, basically we uh, get through as many questions as we can. We keep Jeff's monologue to uh, sub five minutes is the best that we can promise on those um, somewhere right around there. But uh, let's start. Carolyn, we'll start with you. With the holidays here, what gifts do you like to send out to customers? I've got a limited budget, so something budget-friendly. Yeah, budget-friendly. Um, I'm going to quote, but great gift. I'm going to quote our a member of our marketing team and my friend Bonnie here. People love socks. It's true. I can confirm. I do love socks. <laughs> That's my suggestion. Chase Livingston. So we have um, a few too many customers to send out gifts super often to, um, but they, we do send out gifts to like VIP clients and stuff, but like just, you know, general things like when somebody reports an awesome bug or something like that, we'll often send them a t-shirt or a mug with the WordPress logo, like a coffee mug with the WordPress logo. Um, stickers are, are always popular. WordPress stickers, people seem to like those. So uh, kind of, you know, your, your average everyday knickknacks that, that a lot of people send. Jeff, tell me you send out lemonade from Jeff's Lemonade. <laughs> Turns out it does not ship well. Um, <laughs> you know, we've done, I think we've done all the above. We've done stickers, we've done t-shirts, we've done socks, um, we've done mugs. But the thing, when you get a photo from the customer, they always like put the shirt down and then they put the card over the shirt. And it just always reminds me that the card cannot be forgotten. And there's just nothing like getting something 
that says, we're really proud to serve you as a customer. So if you want to go really budget friendly, get yourself a bunch of cards or even just pictures of people on the team or whatever, and just write something real on the back, stick us, you know, stick some postage on there and send it out. Cards, cards, definitely. Like for all the reasons that Jeff mentioned, he stole my answer. Basically. Um, I will say that the wire cutter has these awesome little plier pins, like these little just pins that pin onto like your backpack or your uh, hoodie or whatever that was. And they included that in a card they sent out for, I forget, I tweeted at them or something like that. But anyway, it was really, really cute, really, really inexpensive and and just made me feel warm and fuzzy to them. Um, So yeah, cards and, you know, little knickknacks like pins. You don't have to go out and spend a bunch of money. Uh, Jeff, what's your favorite cookie type? Oh, man. Um, Oatmeal chocolate chip. Chase Livingston. Peanut butter for the win. Carolyn. The classic chocolate chip. Oh, snickerdoodle. Snickerdoodle rocks. This is a good podcast. Mm -hmm. Diversity. This is a great great (laughs) podcast. Although, come on, Livingston, I really thought you'd have something else besides just... Just peanut butter in there. What's wrong with peanut butter? Uh, throw mm-hmm. some throw some chocolate chips in there. It's nah. this is favorite cookie of all time. You can put whatever you want. Yeah, <laughs> peanut butter. No chocolate for me. Okay, there you have it. <laughs> <laughs> I would really like to evaluate what those answers mean for our personalities, but I know we don't have time in rapid fire. <laughs> no, I, I think you can pretty much pull them straight out of <laughs> Chase laid it right out there. Nope, no chocolate for me. <laughs> uh, Livingston, what's the last book that you read and would recommend to others? That's the key. If, if it's, oh, man. I don't know, if it's yeah, something that, you know, you wouldn't recommend, you can just keep caveat. that one. Yeah, that is a good caveat. Uh, I probably wouldn't recommend... What is the last book I read that I would recommend to others? Hmm. 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 Honestly, it's been a little while, but Andy Weir's book, um, the Martian is probably the what? Well, you know, he has some, a new book. I know. I need He's to read that. I've read some books since then, but I don't know if they would necessarily appeal to like a wider audience. So I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to throw it back to that one, I think. Cause that was just a, you did that. I don't know. Ready player one was a good book too, but, um, the Martian, I think, is, I mean, you got to read that if you're into uh, fiction at all, really. I remember exactly where I was when I first heard about The Martian. It was on this show, and it was <laughs> Carolyn telling us about The Martian. Well, there you go. I was pretty obsessed for a while. <laughs> it's so good. And Art- uh, yeah, Artemis, his new book, it's pretty good. Not as good as The Martian, but I think that happens with every author, like, it's you know. Definitely still not as good as The Martian. I'm still, I'm still in the middle of it. But. Yeah. I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying it very much, though. But it's no Martian. Carolyn, what would you recommend? Okay, I'm going to cheat because I'm in the middle of a book, so I'm going to count that one and the last one. But I'm currently reading How Not to Die. Um, it's both really hopeful and also really depressing. It's basically all about how nutrition, how you can like choose your own adventure for your, for your life and your health based on nutrition. Really uh, fascinating. Um, and then similar to The Martian, I have to recommend kind of like an epic book that I... Um, that you've all heard about because I also was obsessed with it for a while. But I Am Pilgrim um, is this thriller. I think I talked about it previously, but um, it's a thriller. And it is like one of those that I just stayed up all night for multiple nights in a row reading. So big thumbs up for that one. All right, Jeff. 
Um, okay, so Carolyn did multiple, so that means I get to do multiple. Um, <laughs> I did one a, and a half. <laughs> the a dam biography, is broken. There's a biography on uh, JFK called An Unfinished Life. It is my favorite biography that I've made it through so far. Um, it's really, really long, but also it gives you a really good understanding of all the stuff JFK, which I thought I always think is really interesting. Um, I just finished reading um, Yuval Noah Hariri's uh, Sapiens. Sapiens. Yeah, he has two books. Um, the, the first one's called Sapiens. And uh, that book was really interesting. He's one of those authors that turns everything on its head and you're like, whoa, I did not even realize that uh, I'm part of a religion called tech. Um, and, Plus uh, one for Sapiens. And uh, the other book was, um, oh, Five Dysfunctions of a Team, Patrick Lencioni. Uh, that will give you so much insight into what's going on every time your team gets together. Uh, so, uh, it's a pretty quick read and, uh, that one I also highly recommend. I'm going to be like Livingston go with one book, uh, machine learning from Hugh Howie. Um, Hugh Howie did wool silo, um, beacon 23, really good science fiction author. And this one, it's basically a, a collection of uh, short stories that he wrote going like way, way back to some of his first stuff. Uh, and it's grouped around themes and, it's it's just really really good for science fiction fans out there. So check it out. Uh, uh, the this favorite. Is fun. Yeah, this is fun. Rapid the favorite fun. Jeff, would you rather be a dragon or have a pet dragon? Oh, this is so easy. Have a pet dragon. I love That's being true. a human. I really really enjoy it. But how great would it be to smite my enemies by sending out my pet dragon, who's just my friend? Mm-hmm. Would you still uh, like? What would you name it? Pete, I have no idea. What you, to, you, you basically get to fly because you ride on Pete the dragon, your friend. You get to breathe fire through your friend. But yet at the end of the day, you still get to be a human and hang out with all your other friend humans. It's the best. Livingston. Yeah, basically for all the reasons Jeff said, uh, pet dragon I think would be pretty cool. Carolyn, you still the outlier? <laughs> yes! You don't get to say... You get to breathe fire because you're next to the thing that breathes fire. No, it would be so much cooler to be a dragon and actually be able to fly and actually be able to breathe. So we all agree. Next question. We're good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We're good on that one. Good. I want to hear. Carolyn's right. You're right. That's a, that's a very good point. You don't actually get to fly, but you do get to fly whenever you want, which just still feels just as cool. You're making kind of a big assumption about the relationship between the pet and owner of the dragon dynamic there. That's fair. You not do anything yeah. you want. <laughs> it could be an unfriendly pet. I guess I, yeah, it depends on how well you, you train them, but I just assume <laughs> that flying is so fun that my dragon would want to be like, fly? Hell yeah, anytime <laughs> I want to go fly. Hop I, feel like on. Was, I feel like there was a movie about how to train dragons like that, so you'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'd start with that. Yeah, and then I'm sure everything this. would go great, just like it does in that movie. <laughs> uh, all right, uh, Carolyn, when someone on your team finishes a big project, how do you celebrate if you're a remote team? Um, we do a lot of gift parties in Slack um, and in Discourse. And the other thing we do, if it's a big enough project, is the person makes a video about it and shares it so that people can watch it um, at their leisure. So uh, you can, you can still, everyone can have all the context and sort of celebrate with you, but you don't all have to be on an all hands for that. Quick pause. What's discourse? 
Oh, uh, it's like our internal message board system. Um, it's like, I guess our version of P2. Hmm. Yeah, Different than Slack because it's like less ephemeral. Exactly. Like less likely to blow by you. Exactly. Shameless plug. You could use Basecamp. Has both. <laughs> uh, Livingston. Um, yeah, I mean, I guess we use P2 very similarly um, to to what Carolyn was saying for uh, how they use Discourse and Slack is also um, sometimes uh, the right thing, but but I would I would say uh, P2 there. Jeff, everyone's there, so a little bit slightly different question for you. Um, so when you're all in the same place, is it throw a party at the office, go out to dinner? What happens? Um, that the team will normally do something like go out or something like that to celebrate. But normally in terms of team-wide, like Carolyn said, we'll try to do go a little crazy on Slack to just kind of celebrate the moment. Um, we also use uh, our new tool, Soapbox, to record a lot of the behind the scenes. So like, why did we do this? What are we hoping for? How can you track the results? Uh, who was part of it? All that kind of stuff. Um, so that we have like a artifact for later um, uh, that can be kind of shared around, sent in email, sent in Slack, maybe even shared with customers, all that kind of stuff. But again, like, I don't know, this this goes so far back in so many of our episodes, but like nothing, nothing uh, outperforms as a manager being just stopping over and saying like, that was really cool. You said you're going to do it and you did it. You solved all these hard problems and just, I'm really glad that you're here. Chase, back to you on this one. Uh, books, podcast, or television? You have to live off only one of those for the rest of your life. What do you choose? Podcasts, for sure. I listen to a lot of podcasts. Love, love podcasts. Jeff, while you're in the middle of that thinking, look, go. Oh, God. Um, Come on, let's go. I'm going to say books. Carolyn. Yeah, I went books with the cheat that I'm counting audiobooks as books. Oh, isn't that just a podcast? No, it isn't. It's a total, total loophole. It can't be a podcast. No. It's the loophole. Carolyn, for the win. I get credit for it, right? Mm, (laughs) Yes, absolutely. All right, Jeff. Would you be willing to get the hiccups for two hours every day for the rest of your life? But then two hours, but then never have any other illness. No cancer, (laughs) no nothing. Just hiccups every day for two hours for the rest of your life. And you don't get to pick the two hours. Oh, that's a tricky question. Uh, Mm -hmm. I'm going to say yes, because if I never get any other ailment, I'm going to be here for a while. We might as well go to episode 10,000 because I'm going to be here a while. (laughs) Carolyn. Yeah, so when you originally brought this up, it was 15 minutes, and that uh, was, like, the easiest. But I still I still think it's an easy answer. I go with definitely I would be willing to have the hiccups for two hours, even if I don't get to pick the two hours. But think about that. Like, you would you would be so famous because you'd be that person. Like, you could just just make a whole, like, life out of that. You would be hiccup lady? Yeah. <laughs> but yeah have it on T-shirts? To, in order to not get anything else, I would definitely be willing to do that. Mm-hmm. Chase Livingston. Yeah, I just I don't think there's a whole lot of discussion there. Like hiccups are 
kind of annoying, but it's not like life threatening, obviously. So I, I think I'd go with the hiccups. I don't know when you're 90 and have hiccups. Like what if you like throw a hip out? <laughs> well, what's your answer? Claire? Yeah. You know, oh, what's a 90 totally healthy? Cause all yeah. I have is hiccups. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think I'm going to be contrarian and go with, give me the illness later in life. Yeah, but it doesn't have to be later. It could be like next week. Well, that's, that's fine. You it's don't two don't. hours. What happens if it's two hours of hiccups at like one o'clock in the morning? Yeah, I thought of that. You don't sleep. Yeah, but you never have any sick days. So it doesn't, you're going to be like the best attended employee ever. <laughs> what, if, what if you've been waiting to see Hamilton for a year and a half? You have tickets and you get the hiccups. What if you're I, in Hamilton? I, <laughs> right? I think I'd actually have a, I'd have some sort of, I'd come up with a strategy for like how to, to like contain them somehow. Yeah. There's like no way to contain a hiccup. Something around like a snorkel mask or something. (laughs) So there's got to be some way. If I actually had hiccups every day, I'd come up with a solution. And maybe maybe it's like, so when I get the hiccups, it's never like those cute little hiccups where you just like do a little shudder or whatever. It's like my whole body convulses for a second. It can be mm -hmm. quite painful. Yeah. The the painful ones. Yeah. That's that's a fair trick. I want to get that looked at. Uh, just a thought. <laughs> no, I'm with I'm with you. Hiccups get painful. Yeah. Hey, what if you were in the Last Jedi and you got the hiccups? <laughs> what if you were? I I don't like all sorts of like weird awkward places where you have to be like, oh no, it's cool, it's cool, folks, because I only get these for two hours a day, and I don't get anything else. But you would like know. wear the T-shirt that says it, <laughs> and like people would know you in your town as that person. Get your your five minutes of fame out of it. Totally. Oh, that's tough. All right. So support related. Here we bring it back. Support inbox auto replies. Jeff, good thing to set up or should we ditch them? Oh, God. Uh, No. uh, Wait, auto replies or auto replies? Auto replies. Um, Like like Like, we've received your email and we'll respond at some point. Yep. Oh God, this is a really tough question. Um, uh, hate them, um, but sometimes they're necessary. So I guess I can't. I got to pick kind of right up the middle on that. You're hedging, hedging your bets, man. Look, if you've got a response time like Basecamp, you don't need them because I don't need an email followed by another email a minute later saying, <laughs> "Yeah, here's your actual response." Don't need it. Um, <laughs> And it, if you're if you're a small team, then you know people should be using your product, knowing you're a small team, and should be okay with a day. But it still is nice when everybody's like home for the holidays to respond and say, "Hey, you might not celebrate this holiday, but we are, and we just want to let you know upfront that our response time is going to be a little bit longer." Don't need an auto reply for that, but I still would feel sad about it going away. Uh, Livingston, yeah, kind of the same way, I guess. We do send um, like acknowledgements that we receive, you know, messages for to most of our customers. We probably don't need it for the paid customers that we uh, respond to since we're responding pretty quickly. But um, definitely for for unpaid users who may have to wait, you know, twenty four hours or something like that. I think uh, for for them and and from what I've you know gotten as feedback from folks, they at least like knowing that somebody or something has, you know, gathered their email that they've sent us and that, you know, they're going to get a response, like something, you know, acknowledges that we have, you know, your message and, and we'll get back to you as soon as we can. At least there's some confirmation there. Carolyn. Yeah. Sorry. I also don't really have much of an opinion on this one. I think you do both. 
depending on where you are in your journey as a company. Um, try it. If you hate it, stop. That's good life advice right there. Try it. <laughs> if you hate it, stop. <laughs> it's kind of my theory. Yeah. Know, that's like bumper sticker advice right there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm not a fan. Uh, and not just because, like Jeff was mentioning, like our reply times are pretty quick. It's one of those where I think you can do a good job setting customer expectations at the moment that they're sending you that a little trickier if they're just emailing a generic support at email address. So you'll have to look at like what percentage of that is your total, you know, incoming emails. But for the most part, you should be telling customers on your support form or whatever it is, you know, we, you know, we're off for Christmas holidays. So it's going to take us a little bit, be forewarned, whatever, like set those expectations up front uh, and don't worry about the auto reply. Yeah, you've got some context-dependent assumptions in there, but I think if you can get all those things taken care of, yeah, you're totally yeah. right. Let's do it. So basically, be like Whiskey and just be awesome. That's all I'm saying. That sounds that sounds easy. It only took us like 10 years to get here. <laughs> just 10. Just 10. Uh, all right, last question. Uh, Chase, you were the first one I asked about the show, so you'll get the uh, the crack at this one first. Over the course of the show, what's been your best piece of advice for other support pros? Oh, that's a tough one. I probably should have thought about that a little more. Um, man, Good uh, <laughs> I think I'm going to go with um, something that I try to remember um, every day. And uh, as I'm doing support and, and providing support to people is like, uh, at the end of the day, we're, you know, I and, and the person that I'm trying to help are um, just humans and we're just trying to each solve the same problem. Um, and so just remembering that. And I think that kind of, you know, affects the uh, the tone that I have and the, uh, the the kind of mindset that I have when, when helping that person. And I hope that they're remembering the same thing that like, just because they may be frustrated with me or, you know, the answer I've given or the product that they're trying to use, like uh, I'm doing my best to, to try and help them. And, and, you know, if, if we don't get it fixed right away, you know, we're, we're going to keep working on it and not to like, you know, blow up on me or, or something like that. So I think that's probably just, you know, remember the humanness of the, the whole interaction. It's not just, you know, there's, we're not just like talking to a computer or something like that or a robot. Mm-hmm. Carolyn, you were the second that I asked to be on the uh, the show, and you graciously said yes, so you'll get the second spot. <laughs> Jeff, you were liest. Sorry. Sorry. It's just, that's how it worked out. Um, yeah, that's great. I want to plus one what Chase said. Um, I think the advice I would give or the best advice I've shared is um, that, like, the one constant at startups and in this job and in this industry is change. And so everything that's working now, everything that you, you know, you feel, you think is going to be different or wrong. Eventually every problem you solve is going to come back in a totally different way at a different time. And that's like totally okay. And you have to trust the process and know that that's, that's what learning looks like. And wisdom doesn't look like knowing everything or preventing problems. It's, it looks like I think the ability to approach problems and situations with a, you know, a fresh heart every time. Um, and the best thing you can do for yourself in this role is to kind of fall in love with that process and to enjoy the ride. And Jeff, not a 30 minute monologue that that's all we're asking for. Here comes the 29 minute monologue. <laughs> So Chase Livingston was the first one asked to be on the show. Carolyn was the second one. I was the mm-hmm. seventh. Uh, 
there were a couple of no's in there. Yep. All I had to do was take out five people. So <laughs> some of those were mysterious no's. I was kind of curious. <laughs> like they said yes, but right in the middle of saying yes, they like, like mm-hmm. yeah, 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 I get mm-hmm. it makes yeah, so much crazy. sense. Um, you know. I don't know. This sounds like what other people are saying, but the best advice I've gotten, I think from just observing uh, Carolyn through these 159 episodes is just bring like joy, just bring positivity and openness to this role because it is a grind, but like, don't forget that it's really fun and rewarding to help people. And that means the people that you're supporting, but also your teammates and that like they can pick up on that. Um, That authenticness comes through no matter how you communicate with people um, they can tell. And uh, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's really easy to get swept up in being a leader and in being like an executive and you're all important and you have to look at strategy Um, and all that is great. But uh, I don't know. I, I think the point of all of it is to help people and enjoy it while you can. So do that. Try to remember every day that why you got into it and that it's really fun. The thing that I would say would be to... That's a wrap, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's how we... Our how fearless we leader. I know. I don't want you to say anything. Our fearless leader. Go ahead. What's your wisdom? Oh, um, you come first. I think that's something that, that, uh, just a great, um, mentor told me so long ago, but it it still holds true today. Uh, the analogy is, you know, when the plane's going down, you put your mask on first before you help anybody else. And that, I think that really holds true in this job. So that means if you need a break from the day that, you have to take a break. If you need a day off, you take a day off. If you need to work on other stuff besides emails, you do that. Um, because if you're, if you're trying to put everybody else, their mask on, uh, without taking care of yourself, then you're, you're going to end up sacrificing yourself on that altar. And that's not something that, that you want to do. Um, so yeah, you, you come first. I think that's the, uh, the best piece I've ever gotten. And, and the first piece of advice I give out. All right. That's it. Anything else you want to throw in? Not looking for Jay Leno monologues. Jeff's like, I just can't hold it in. I just want a monologue. (laughs) (laughs) I want to hear the monologue. I, you know what? I'm really excited for, uh, to check out some of these other support podcasts that have come along. Um, I feel like when we originally started doing this, it was because there wasn't anything else out there. And I also feel like timing wise, it was like, I don't know, it was like the first user conf had just happened. Like I had just gotten together with other support pros for the first time. Mm -hmm. And now it's like, there's a bunch of other podcasts that are out there. There's a subconf, um, which I think is doing a terrific job. There's just, a lot more resources out there and I'm really excited for where it's going to go. Like we, we talked, I think it was two or three episodes ago about the future of support. Um, and as someone who's kind of looking from the outside in now, I'm just 
very excited about where it's going to go. So thank you for the opportunity, Chase. This is fun. Yeah, this podcast has followed us through multiple jobs, multiple roles, marriages, babies, moves, lots of life changes. So many moves. <laughs> so many, well, yeah, you guys got marriages and babies. I get moves. <laughs> so um, many vacations. So many haircuts. <laughs> <laughs> one beard cut one time. <laughs> Just that yeah, once. Forget when, forget when that last beard cut. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Chase, thanks for... Uh, Thanks for bringing us together and for all the work that this took for the last so many years. And if anyone's starting up a new podcast and they need uh, three uh, perky (laughs) co-hosts, three just became available. So we're out there on the internet. (laughs) I fired all of them as soon as this episode ends. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's hard to believe I was at a different company however many years ago and I'm coming up on four and a half, five years at Automatic now and... (laughs) A lot has changed since then. I think Jeff stole most of my monologue. I'm pretty sure he did. So thanks for that, Jeff. <laughs> I do my best. So when we, uh, when we first started 159, this is 159 uh, episodes ago, it was like Jeff mentioned, it was really tough to find good quality customer support, both done well in, in kind of a SaaS atmosphere, but also um, done to the point like, like how we think of customer support where it's a feature of the product. That's not just some cost center tacked on now, like Jeff mentioned, there's a ton of sites out there from support driven to help you to support breakfast and, and so many more out there. I'll make sure to link up all the ones I know about and that I recommend in the, uh, the show notes in this one going forward. Um, Every Support Ops episode is going to stay available on the site. And we hope that you use these episodes as, as an, a resource for your team. So spread them around, bookmark them, link them up in your handbook. Just share them around to, uh, to other support pros that, that need to listen to them. From our entire crew, I'd like to offer our thanks and appreciation because every single one of our listeners is just fantastic. Uh, from the emails that we get, from the questions that we get, uh, just just all of it. It has been absolutely fantastic. I still love the pet dragon question. I'm going to take that with me wherever I go. That was the, one of the best email questions I've ever gotten. It was just, thanks. Thanks for that. Um, and yeah, just thanks for helping us make our own little dent in the, uh, the customer support universe. Like Jeff mentioned, if we can ever help out with anything, just let us know. You can find us on Twitter. You can find us. Uh, we'll have email addresses and websites and all that up in the show notes. So you can find us there. Other than that, have an awesome week and an even better 2018. Thanks, y'all.